This is Now Serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Now Serving, the podcast where we serve the tea, or at least our versions of it, uh, once a week. So this week, this is Chris here, and you'll notice there is no Jess. This is weird, right? Um, so yeah, Jess right now is actually doing a road trip across the country. Um, and we always said, you know, if one of us wasn't available, the show must go on. We owe this to uh, to all our listeners to obviously put out a podcast. So you guys are stuck with me this week. It'll be fun, though. Um, and who knows, maybe Jess is going to have to do this in the future. So we'll see. Um, but you got me this week. Next week um, on the podcast, I'll be back. Um, but I'll also have a very special guest. So we're pretty excited about this. Um, but we were always like, okay, what the fuck are we going to talk about if it's just one of us on the podcast? It's kind of weird. Um, but there's several great podcasts out there where there's just one host. I used to make YouTube videos ages ago where that was just me. So we got this. And you guys are listening and I appreciate it. Um, and yeah, so let's dive into this here. Um, we're going to get into it. I always thought it would be hilarious. And Jess and I have talked about this before. Um, if we turned it into kind of like a, a, a John Tesh, uh, intelligence for your life kind of podcast, if we ever had to host this solo. So I don't know if you guys are familiar or not, but John Tesh, um, he used to be on like entertainment tonight. Um, he was one of the, I think, original co-hosts on the program, but then he, you know, got into radio, um, and he has this like syndicated radio show. You've probably heard it before. Um, but basically it comes on in between very like typical, like easy rock music. Like we're talking like Phil Collins music like that. Uh, <laughs> but then he always has these like random facts. Um, I feel like some of it is a bit extreme. But we're like, okay, let's present this the way John Tesh would, because it's pretty hilarious and some of these facts are pretty interesting. So I dug deep and tried to pull up some of the most interesting facts, and hopefully you'll get a kick out of this. I want to hear what you think. Of course, uh, you can tweet me at Chris Craigman, and uh, I'd love to have a conversation there. You can also interact with us uh, at... Uh, now serving uh, podcast at gmail.com too, if you have any feedback as well. So first things first, restaurant servers. There's four easy ways to increase your tip income. So are you ready for this? If you are a server or you work in a restaurant, apparently if you listen and follow these four easy uh, steps, you could go home with more money. So here we go. First things first, wear something unusual. What? Wear something unusual. So Michael Lynn, who uh, teaches at Cornell University, um, the School of Hotel Administration, uh, says that by adding an unusual item to your uniform, like a hat or a flower in your hair, will add 10% more to what you take home. And that's because people are more likely to emotionally connect with servers who stand out from the crowd. What do you think about that? I don't know. I kind of think I would do that, but I could also feel like, okay, if this person's like crazy, if they're wearing something ridiculous, I might be like, who is this? I don't know. I don't want to participate in that. You tell me, let me know what you think. Another tip, tell customers they made a good choice. 
uh, communication expert, John Sider, found that simply complementing a customer's menu selection increased earnings by one third. See, I, that's something I would believe. And I think when I go to a restaurant, they're like, oh, great choice. I don't know. I feel excited. I'm like, wow, they think I'm, I'm smart. I, I made the, the best choice. What are your thoughts on this? Have you done that? I think you have. I know Jess has done this. We've talked about this before. We totally have talked about this before. Um, another way to boost your tip income, forecast good weather. What the fuck? When I first read this, I was like, "What? how does this make any sense? So get this. Sunshine puts people in a good mood and happy people leave bigger tips. So you obviously can't you know, control the weather. But a uh, study shows servers who wrote predictions on their checks, like the weather's supposed to be beautiful tomorrow, enjoy your day, made 20% more than those who didn't write that on their check. I don't know about this. I think that's kind of interesting. I don't know if I would, you know, tip 20% more or even consider tipping more, but apparently that's a fact. Um, also, by drawing a smiley face is worth another few dollars per table. Um, but it's important to note this only works or seems to work for female servers. Male servers don't normally uh, get anything from that. In fact, they can get lower tips. I don't know about this. That sounds a bit weird. I want to do some fact checking on this. So John Tesh, maybe I'm going to call you. I want to know where these facts came from. Um, this last tip is also a little bit uh, interesting. I'm not sure I wanted to say this, but these aren't my facts. I'm just, you know, communicating this here for you guys. Uh, this last tip is uh, more geared towards uh, ladies. Uh, wear red lipstick. A European study found that men leave larger tips when their waitress wears red lipstick. Why? Before the days of makeup, red lips were an indicator of good health. And researchers at Yale University found that even as infants were wired to interact more favorably with people who appear healthy. So I have a lot, I, I have to unpack this a lot here. For one, I wasn't aware of that. Um, and I don't think, I mean, well, I'm gay. Maybe this is, maybe I'm excluded from this. I don't fucking know. But red lipstick? What would you do if you're, I guess, guys, this is, uh, if you're a straight male and you saw uh, your server had red lipstick on, what would you do? Would you be inclined to tip more? Think about that. Tell me what you think. So those are some fun things. Um, I do want to get into a few more here. And I really, really, really want to hear your thoughts on this as we go through. But this is typical John Tesh, uh, intelligence for your life. Things that you might hear if you ever listen to his show. Um, but it's always entertaining, always fun. And we're bringing that to uh, to now serving this week. And this is, I mean, this is some tea here. I don't know if it's the truth. This isn't the truth according to me, though, or Jess. Full disclaimer. But let's dive into something else here. What's the best position to sleep in? If you're feeling lousy, maybe it's the way you sleep. So I think, I mean, we've all seen studies like this before. We've all, you know, read things and heard different things about what the best way to sleep is. Um, but let's start with the worst position to sleep in. Take a guess. It's on your stomach. I think I knew this. Um, it flattens the natural curve in your lower back and keeps your head turned to one side, which can leave your neck in a lot of pain. Makes sense. 
Um, it also pushes weight down on your lungs. Um, and so you're not able to breathe as deeply while you sleep. This next point, and I'm really upset about this, another bad position to sleep in is on your side. And I'm so upset because I always sleep on my side. Um, I think a lot of people sleep on their side. Which, how do you sleep? Do you sleep on your side? Tell me. Um, and Jess, I'm calling you out. You have to tweet me when you hear this. What? How do you sleep? Tell me. Tweet at me. <laughs> or just text. You can do that too. Um, so why is it bad to sleep on your side? Resting your 10 pound head on your arm for hours stresses the body, pressing on the nerves that run through the top of your shoulder and down your arm. Um, it can wake you up when your fingers or your whole arm go numb. Uh, side sleeping also compresses the muscles in your shoulder and neck. Interesting. So you're probably wondering what is the best position to sleep on? It's on your back with no pillow. Interesting, right? Uh, so this allows your spine to rest with its natural curve in place. Using a pillow, especially if it's thick and fluffy, will put your head and neck toward and make it harder to breathe. Hmm. So what's actually neat, and again, I am being honest here, I promise. I'm always honest on this podcast with you guys. <laughs> but I actually do sometimes like remove my pillow and like sleep right on the mattress and I actually find that relaxing. I can never like do it for a full night, but I know like throughout the night, sometimes I do that. I feel like you guys do that too. I don't know. You tell me. Uh, let's move on to some other fun ones here. Yeah, let's get into this here. So your job could be the reason you're gaining weight. So hold on here. We really have to, to look at this um, and might have to do some fact checking here as well too. But according to a new poll from Career Builder, nearly half of people surveyed said they gained weight in their current job. Um, and 25% of those people said they've packed on 10 pounds or more. I can tell you, um, I recently um, got a new uh, job uh, working in a new city. Um, I think I've been eating healthier, but I've definitely gained weight. I think it's healthier weight though. So I'm not fully complaining, but I've talked to a lot of other people that I work with and they're like, okay, I've gained at least, you know, 15 pounds. So, I mean, this makes sense. Um, so workers who gained weight blamed it on three main things. One sitting most of the day, uh, another being too tired from work to exercise. I get that. Um, and overeating due to job stress. Um, so that's one thing too. I don't know about you, but I, there's a lot of food that's around my office and it's very accessible to us. And so I have to be so careful not to just eat all day. And I do a lot of the time. So I have to be very, very, very careful with that. Um, do you guys snack at work? If you do try to cut it out if you're, if you're, if you're gaining, I guess. Um, so what jobs are the worst for weight gain? Um, let's take a guess. Um, you can t spend a few seconds on this thinking about this, but I'll start at the bottom with number five, uh, jobs in transportation. So if you're you know, a bus driver, truck driver, any sort of transportation where you're, you're in a vehicle for long periods of time, um, apparently that's one of the worst jobs for weight gain. Next, we have healthcare. So this actually surprised me. So if you're a doctor, a nurse, uh, work in a walk-in clinic, hospital, um, yeah, it, it's a high-stress job and uh, and. Apparently, a lot of people report weight gain there. 
Uh, next is financial services. So if you work at a bank, um, after that would be sales. And the number one worst job for gaining weight is retail. This does not surprise me. So many, many, many moons ago, when I worked at uh, at, at the mall, um, I remember, because the food court is so close, I remember just like craving all like the, the terrible food in the food court and eating it on a regular basis. Every shift you'd go and you'd get, you know, I craved Arby's all the time. Anything that was fried. Does anyone like Arby's, by the way? I've been called out for this so many times um, because, I don't know. I think Arby's is good, but people hate it. Why do you hate it? The curly fries are so amazing. Uh, so, yeah, let's move on here. <laughs> and I super want to hear your feedback on all these here. This doesn't surprise me, but take a guess. Which social media site is the most likely to bum you out? I can tell you this. It's not my favorite social media network, which is Twitter. Twitter is, is pretty good, apparently. Um, it's not Facebook. It's not YouTube. It's not uh, Tumblr. It's not Google+. Plus. Does anyone use Google+. Plus? Uh, no surprise here. It's Instagram. Um, and this is because you're constantly be, uh, being bombarded with images of people's lives that are filtered, cropped, and perfect looking. Um, you know what? I think I'm bad for this. I'm really bad for this. I, I post a lot on Instagram. And of course, I'm putting, you know, like the best picture of the, the 50 that I take, um, whether that be of, you know, scenic, you know, picturesque, I don't know, buildings, uh, tourist shots, or even if it's a selfie, we're all like that. We know that. Um, but yeah, I, anytime I'm with friends or whatever, we try to get like a group shot. Of course, we're taking a million pictures and posting the best one. So I get it. Um, Instagram can be pretty fake. And uh, I, I can see why that would be the most kind of depressing, as they're calling it, social media platform. So watch out. Everyone's life isn't perfect, even on Instagram. Let's do one final one here. Because this is uh, this is pretty fun, and I uh, I want to hear your thoughts on all of this. I know I keep stressing that, but I really, really, really want to to hear a bit more. Um, so the way you speak says a lot about you. The words we use can convey confidence, depression, or even a crisis. Let's take a little deep dive here and find out which words speak volumes about your personality. People who are depressed apparently use I more often. Interesting. Interesting. So there's a study that says people who are chronologically sad are focused inwardly. Uh, they're more likely to say I, me, and my. Um, and this is interesting. An example, studies have found that poets who use the word I in most of their work are more likely to be suicidal. This is getting fucking deep and dark here. I don't know how I feel about this, um, but that's interesting. I want to dive more into this. No, I think I should share some of these articles on, on Twitter too. So if you follow me at Chris Craigman, I'm going to post some of these so you can look into them a little bit more too. Women are also more likely to use statements starting with I than men. Why is that? That's because women are more introspective and self-aware, which may be why women are more likely to suffer from depression than men. Interesting. I didn't know that. 
We're learning a lot here. Thank you, John Tesh. Thank you, now serving with Chris and Jess. Look at the look at the good I do. I'm, I'm passing off all this information to everyone here. Um, confident people don't talk about themselves. I've heard this before. That's fair. Hmm. Um, and uh, when the word we is used a lot, um, this tends to be tied to after a crisis. And I get this. An example here is, you know, we'll get through this. Um, there's a, a stat here, and I'd be very curious to, to know how this stat was pulled. But after September 11th, after the September 11th terrorist attacks, blogs showed a big drop in the usage of the word I and uh, more of the word we. I want to see the receipts on that, but I wouldn't doubt it, I guess. So this is fun. This is awesome. We're doing intelligence for your life. Uh, here on Now Serving this week because Jess is taking an amazing road trip across uh, Canada right now with the amazing Steph. Steph, shout out to Steph. We've talked about Steph a lot on the podcast because she's so amazing. So I really hope that you both are enjoying that. Um, and we'll, Jess, we're so excited to have you back here in two weeks. But next week, there's going to be a very special guest. Um, but we haven't selected the topics yet. This is kind of fun. It's kind of like... I don't know. You know, when you're like parents going on a trip, Jess is totally the parent. Actually, she's not at all. We balance each other out. Jess is far more irresponsible than me. And I can say that because she can't like talk back right now. I'm expecting tweets and I'm excited for this. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it's kind of like the parents are out and um, yeah, we can do whatever we want right now. Totally kidding. Anyways, this was a lot of fun this week. Um, like I said, we'll be back next week with a special guest. Um, we'll be chatting about uh, who knows what. So if you have topic ideas, um, feel free to, to shoot them over. Um, but if not, uh, that's fine too. As always, we love to hear your feedback. Um, and I'd love to hear what you think about uh, some of the stuff presented today. But anyways, guys, until next week, have an awesome one. Chat soon. We want to hear from you. Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe.